What's up, everyone? I'm Johnny. And I'm Elliot. And welcome to the Sport Mind Avenue podcast, the intersection of all things currently happening in sports and the psychological impacts it can have on athletes in the community. And if you want to learn more about how to improve your mental understanding of sports, or you just wish to view more podcasts like this one, then go check out mind-designsports.org and get your head in the game. Welcome back to the Sport Mind Avenue podcast, the intersection of all things currently happening in sports and the mental impacts it can have on athletes in the community. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight, uh, the Julio Jones trade. We have more playoff talk for you. We also have a Ben's breakdown and we're drafting the hardest positions in sports. So that being said, what's going on, boys? How are we doing today? Not that much. Just chilling. Doing well. Currently posted up in West Virginia. Oh, doing nice. up there? It, fun fact, West Virginia, if you look at it on the map, kind of looks like the middle finger. Yeah, it actually does. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that today. Okay. Very nice. I, I'm currently back up in Gainesville, Florida. So I guess we're all kind of on the move at the moment. I'm in uh, back. I'm, I'm actually home in New Hampshire, so I'm chilling. All right, so we're all we're all kind of moving around a little bit. All right, boys. So the the first topic I want to discuss with you is kind of like the the big news of the weekend, I guess. I guess the past month as well. Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. So before we break it down, let me give the quick overall synopsis. So they had an exhibition match on Sunday night. I uh, went the distance. No one got knocked out, despite that being the goal. There were no judges. Uh, there's not much to summarize other than that. It was a big uh, star-studded attendance. T.O. was there. Chad Johnson was fighting. Ocho got knocked down. It was really interesting. Hello, baby. Migos performed. Yeah, Migos? I mean, it was, uh, it was quite oh my God. the event. That, that Migos, what, that, that, what song were they singing? Us. Uh, Something straightening, dude. Straightening. I heard on the radio. I heard down the radio yesterday, and I was just like, I just thought of that fight. I was like, God, <laughs> such a freaking cringy ass fight. And bro, just, they they know. made him like walk all the way around the ring. They're I was walking, like, what is this? Walking, this is terrible. It. It. it was awful. Migos was terrible. It was like the worst. It was so. Like bad. I, I enjoy Migos music, but like that performance was not it at all. That was not. Oh, all right. Anyway. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on the fight? I would like to start off with a little story. So, um, I was not trying to pay $50 for the pay-per-view, so I was trying to see how I could get it. Went all the way up until the fight. Nothing was working. I was about to cry. Very sad that I could not watch this fight. And all of a sudden, I was scrolling through Snapchat, looking at stories, and I see one of my friends is at the fight. I message him, I FaceTime him, I'm like, yo, like, can you live stream this for me? Because I can't find a way to watch this. And he's like, yeah, I got you. Five minutes later, I get a notification from Instagram. Anthony Donato is live streaming this, live streaming. I watched the entire fight, firsthand account from the ring. It was so awesome. Never had any commercials. Right there in the fight, it was beautiful. I mean, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, your friend's going to probably be arrested for that now, I guess. <laughs> so that's interesting. 
It's, I don't think that's illegal. It's your right. Bought the ticket. True. Yeah. But um, I do think this fight was completely staged. Um, I think that they, he could have easily knocked them out. I believe, I think it might have been in the fourth round or so. He did get a couple of hits on Logan Paul, and Logan Paul absolutely slumped. I don't think he was knocked out to say, but I do think that he was, it could have been a knockdown if he would have let him fall, but he didn't. He held him up and then the round ended and then they kept going. And after that, <laughs> any big significant punches, any significant falls, anything like that. I think they both took it over and mutually agreed. Okay, we'll put a million dollars down that will both last at least four rounds. It lasted the four rounds, and then it was like, all right, like whatever happens, happens. They got they doubled their money after they made it past the four rounds. They made it, they beat the odds, and and then they made it the whole distance. I think that Floyd think there's, there's easily a little knocked collusion. him out. He was he was controlling the whole fight. He his stats were amazing after the fight. He was over 50% on jabs. It was it was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I watched the fight. Uh, my friend actually watched it through an illegal. It was off. T- he watched the, the fight off TikTok. Um, and I, was, <laughs> I did too. I was, yeah, was it that Danny Hands you guy? Do you did you watch it to that Danny Hands guy? Oh, my guy's name was Cloudy Days, and he was. Oh my incredible. god, yeah, this guy was like Danny Hands was his freaking name, and I just like full like he just trying to kept advertising himself, but whatever. But uh, I watched the fight, and it's just Logan Paul is just. I don't know. It's just it was just a joke. Like I don't know. Like, oh, no. I Logan, Paul, Logan Paul was out there. Logan Paul was out there trying a little bit, but Floyd, Floyd. I mean, and if Floyd was in his prime, it was he would have been knocked down the first round. But Floyd, I think, kind of took it easy on him there. I mean, it's just it wasn't even that good. Like the McGregor Mayweather fight was like good. I was like, oh, this is good. It actually, I think, was worth more of the money to watch that. It was McGregor is a good fighter. McGregor is not even a boxer, but you know McGregor is a UFC fighter, so at least he had a chance. Logan Paul is just like a, in, like a, amateur boxer who barely he's he's fighting against maybe arguably the greatest boxer. And Floyd Mayweather didn't like. I I think I agree with Elliot on this one. I think I think Floyd just was just like this guy literally wants to fight me. All about the money. That's why I call him. About the fighting is about money. It's all about money. He had that um one comment after the fight. He's like, yeah, if. If there is a, um, a the greatest person to ever ever swindle people out of their money, it was me. He said yeah, it. he's a legal bank robber. He said he really is. I mean, the way I see it, yes, this was for entertainment. They made a shit ton of money. Um, do I think Floyd would have knocked him out for real? No. Floyd's older now. He's a defensive fighter. We've seen that in his actual past fights leading up to this. If Floyd had that power, he would have knocked them out, but he didn't. Uh, I didn't see it happening, but I kind of figured it would end up going the distance unless Logan Paul somehow magically knocked Floyd out. He tried to get done in the first round. Like at the end, he just started throwing wild punches. He's like, either either the first round. Or or going the distance. Yeah. After the first round, he just kind of he was tired. After he threw all those wild haymakers, he was done. You could see it in his face. You could see him. Yeah, he, he was fighting against the, the the I mean, the greatest boxer of our time. I mean, the guy he was scared out there. He, 
he talked the talk and he went out there, got all the money he needed. But it, when he went, once he went got in the ring, you know, he was scared out there. He, he, mm-hmm. hey, did you see uh, KSI's um, comment on the fight? He's like, well, if Logan uh, Paul beat Mayweather and I beat Logan Paul, that must be the greatest boxer of all. <laughs> yeah, did, 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 I was at Jake Paul was like, Jake Paul claimed his that Logan won. I was like, dude, come on, yeah. man. And then, and then he called out, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Jose. Uh, I don't. Jacob? No, that's that's a baseball player. I know I Jake know. Paul was talking shit to Canelo Alvarez. Canelo, yeah, he he like subtweeted him and he's like, yeah, like let's fight. Yeah, that that's a different. And I think Jake he's, Paul he's would like, get not. I the sell more out. pay-per-views than you. <laughs> it was a straight up diss. I don't think that fight will happen though. I think if he did, he'd get his booty cheeks absolutely. Bro. I'm just saying, can we like have fights where there's like real boxers again? Like, what? Like, why are we like, like these like last couple months? It's like Jake Paul versus like Nate. Like, come on, like, can we get like? It's working though. It's bringing a lot more life back into the boxing ring. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah it's but it's time to, I, I mean, I agree, but it's time to get some real fighters in there. Like, there was one night my friend and I were watching. Like, I, I'm not really a big boxing guy, but I, we were watching a couple fights, and those that was real boxing. But like the Jake Paul Logan Paul fight was, or the Floyd Mayweather Logan Paul fight was just. A, just a joke like uh, that's why i was not spending the money to watch a fight that against the greatest one of the greatest boxers ever against an amateur who barely who boxed he train he trains i mean i'll give logan paul the credit he's really putting in the work you know the, the fight and has the guts to fight floyd i mean whatever but the guys i mean come on like what know. made boxing so incredible in the old ages was the ego the ego of the boxers, and they still, oh, they all, they all have they egos. Have egos, and that's yeah. what they're trying to redrive. But they had, but they've had egos since. I mean, I feel like every McGregor had an ego, which is why they are the best. Well, and Mayweather has an ego. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all have egos. Logan Paul and Jake Paul, and and taking out Floyd Mayweather and showing that's how he it became famous and became one of the best boxers because of his ego. Even Mike Tyson yeah. was like. Yeah, the reason why I was so good is because of my ego. My my trainer would always tell me like, whoever has the biggest ego in the ring has the best chance of winning. And yeah. And after he stopped like after he stopped fighting, he realized that um, his ego made him win, but it also got in the way of a lot of the things that he did in his personal life because yeah. he lost friends, he lost family, uh, because people just couldn't put up with how how macho libre he was and on oh, yeah. the ring. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, Mike Tyson was Mike Tyson had a really screwed up uh, upbringing too. Like, can't forget. Yeah, like Mike Tyson's upbringing was just really bad. You know what I mean? So, you know, he 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 went to jail, didn't he? Didn't he go to jail for a while as a kid? Like, Judy? I mean, he was in trouble a lot, but yeah. you know, the way I see this fight is, I I see it as just an entertainment event, not a boxing match. There was boxing involved, yeah. but this yeah, is all an entertainment it thing. It was. To, it was. It was. It, it was entertainment. Get people's money. Come on. Yeah. And what if it you're to me was a big family reunion with the family you haven't seen in years. You come up, like, oh, how is it going? And then you give them a big hug, and then that's all it was. It was just like, hey, man. Well, old. yeah. Like, if you're a boxing promoter, why wouldn't you schedule an exhibition between a very popular guy with young kids? And one of the greatest ever. 
and yeah. then you draw all these new eyes to the sport like it's perfect marketing mm-hmm. and i think that logan and floyd both did a fantastic job selling the fight and it's definitely going to change how marketing's done in the future of the sport the end of story i i want to know what the promoter was thinking though having it in miami in an open arena when it was raining half the fights the fighters were falling on the ground because it was just so slippery. It was raining. Yeah. Well, they were they were talking about it. They wanted to host it in Las Vegas, and the Vegas Commission said no. Then they you wanted to know. host it in like. Well, why did why did the Vegas Commission say no? Actually, I I don't know the reason for that. I just this is what I like heard about it. So the Vegas Commission said no. They wanted to do it in two other places. Didn't do it there. So they were like, fine, I guess we'll do Miami. Like, it'll be fun anyway. But, you know, for what it's worth, like, that was a nice setup. They had a cover over top of everything. So no one really got rained on that badly. But, yeah, I, you know, I like the idea of having an entertainment event to draw in new eyes. Obviously, this is not something I want to see all the time. I want to see real fighting. But, this is perfect to do every once in a while, get an exhibition going between greats, yeah. between influencers, keep this sport relevant, keep it alive. It, it's just, it's overall, it's going to work out for their benefit in the future. Yeah. And I want to see, I want to see Jake Paul have like at least three or four more fights, get his name out there. Logan Paul the same way. And then I'm <laughs> a Logan Paul versus Jake Paul. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That has awesome. to happen. It has to. It's gonna be the fight of the century. I that, think that that I, that, that my I don't know thing. about that, but <laughs> yeah, I it'll think, be entertaining. Have you guys seen the the memes of where uh, I think it's Jake Paul doing the um, drawing of the Disney logo? There's shows him like I Jake, I, Jake, I can't I can't flag. I can't stand Jake Paul. I cannot stand Jake Paul. I mean, yeah, I don't like Jake good. Paul. He's good at what he does. He's good at. He's yeah. a good marketer. That's the Pauls yeah. both are. I like Logan now, though. Logan's not completely yeah, ridiculous. He's actually like a legitimate person. Anxiety now. I loved his um. Yeah, he said it a few times. He's like, the fact that we're even fighting proves that we're in a simulation. <laughs> was oh my god. And he was talking with Jake Paul, and um, and Jake was just like, yeah, like, are you scared about this fight? He's like, no, not really. I mean, the aliens are coming in June. Uh, we, we don't have anything to worry about. I'm just going to have fun out there. It's, it's all whatever. Like, if I get beat up, like, I mean. It happens. Expecting me to win anyways. But if I do win, then, shoot, I really am the Maverick. It's true. All right. On to topic two of the day. Let's break down this Julio Jones trade. Something uh, well, that I'm, I am in love with at well, the I'm, moment. I'm, pa- I'm mad that we didn't get him. Like, the Patriots all along. He wanted to come to New England, and now... Yeah, he even said the Patriots lost again. Patriots could have... I, I mean, I'm happy with Belichick. What he was... You know, Belichick was aggressive this offseason, and I was really happy with it. But why not keep going and just get a second-round pick that you're probably going to draft, like a, like, a freaking safety out of, like... Alabama State, go trade for Julio Jones, Belichick. Like Cam Newton needs. He wanted to come to New England. It wasn't like, oh, I hate New England. Like other Boston serious. Anthony Davis. Did Anthony Davis really want to come to Boston? Did 
did uh like i did like but like this was different like this guy wanted to play with cam newton and then you know cam newton's been getting a lot of heat but man i could have really helped cam newton to like have a better yeah, we're taking some pressure off of him for sure yeah i mean cam better do well this year i mean there's no he's still got the weapons he's losing but... his spot after this year if he doesn't i mean i think I, i'm really interested to see what happens to cam this year but Cam Newton's the biggest question, I think, in my opinion, on the Patriots. If he can play well, Patriots could contend for a Super Bowl, I think. I mean, that's not crazy to say that, but I do think that the Patriots could contend if they if they could if they if Cam plays well, because we have our defense is elite. We have a great defense. I don't know. I mean, I, you're a Patriots fan, Elliot, and it's not like I'm a biased Patriots fan. Like no. we weren't good last year, and we went seven and nine. We have the best coach in the game. Now now we have Tight end, two quarterback tight ends. Jameis Winston and at the Bucks. Better, yeah, better receivers. A great running These game. Pat great fans are in denial. It's okay to suck. I'm a Dolphins fan. We sucked last Chill year. Chill out. We last <laughs> yeah, year, but I understand. We spent so much money on pro ball players. Why? And, our, and we have the best coach. Is the, the Dolphins Messiah? Dolphins will be good. Yeah, but maybe <laughs> yeah he we, is. I mean. <laughs> Holmes will be good, but he's gonna bring you to the Mecca. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, this Falcons Titans trade. Everyone in the front office of the Falcons needs to be fired. Yeah, in uh, the Falcons Titans org, Titans org is genius. They need to re-sign Will Compton, and then they are going to the Super Bowl. No, I'm um, just kidding, but they, the, the they have is, a good the shot. Is, is the, <laughs> is the Falcons just keep screwing up? The Falcons. They're unstoppable. Their self-esteem is going to be through the roof. Egos also, just like we said earlier, through the roof. Derrick Henry is <laughs> one of the best running backs in the league. Plus, you had a um, a veteran with Julio Jones. How can you how can you fail? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there's no saying that their offense is ridiculous, but they need to beef up the defense in order for them to get to where they need to be. They honestly look like uh, Jim Rat, who's been skipping leg day. That's yeah. kind of what they're looking like at the moment. Top half is all offense. Bottom half is the defense. And it's once once they start hitting those uh, leg presses and squats, they'll be looking good. Now, on a psychological aspect, would you guys say this would um, revolve around like reward incentives theory, where um, it's better to go to a team where you you have a chance of of having that reward of the Super Bowl win or sticking with a team that loves you um, in the fan base and staying with that um, that culture, or would you rather just go for the, the throttle and try to win a title? Uh, here's what I'll say. Julio dedicated a massive chunk of his career to so an organization waste, that let wasted, him down. He wasted a lot yeah. of his career in Atlanta. He, he almost had a Super Bowl, but... They completely let him down. So if I'm Julio, I'm getting out of there. I'm enjoying myself at the Titans. I'm going to win a Super Bowl eventually. Yeah. I am not getting caught in all the drama that the Falcons are dealing with, especially with Matt Ryan on his way out the door in a few years. Yeah. Uh, they have no running game. They have a decent receiving course still, but the Falcons are, the Falcons are slowly I mean, the Falcons just keep screwing up. They, the front, like, the decisions they're making, I mean, they've drafted some good players. But, man, like, especially offense, offensively, the Calvin Ridley. I mean, they, I think Kyle Pitts is going to be a stud. Matt Ryan was a great pick in 08. But 
this this to me again just shows you that like the trade. I mean, the Patriots could have easily given him a second round pick. The Titans just absolutely finessed the Falcons. I mean, the, the Titans didn't give up really anything mm-hmm. for arguably the greatest receiver in the in our time and in the league. Still, yeah. he's still on a right team. On the right team, he could still be the best receiver in the league. He's got the speed, the hands, the height. Guys, the guys a winner. The guys a great player, hard worker. I mean this. This is this is a Titans team. It's got got I me. Mean, remember, they're gonna have AJ Brown as their second receiver. That is, I mean, they, when they lost Core Davis and Johnny Smith, I'm like, oh, Tennessee, they're kind of in this little awkward phase. But now you you bring in Julio, that makes up. That's a combining Johnny Smith and Corey Davis. That's just way better. And then you still got King Henry in the backfield. The guys, when Julio does Julio, like the Falcons were so were such a pass heavy team. The Titans are a run heavy team. And now they can be this team is gonna that's why a team like this could beat the Chiefs, could beat the Bills, could even beat the Patriots, Dolphins, any of these teams mm-hmm. because they're gonna be so well balanced. So many I options. Don't, what are we saying? There's so many options. Um, yeah. But the balance, like I just that's the thing I, I kind of was looking at. I thought of that, like the balance they're gonna have offensively with a running like elite running back in it. Now the two elite receivers and a, a quarterback, I don't know, can win a Super Bowl and time Ryan Tannehill, but you never know at this point. He's got everything he needs. So, I mean, if I'm in the Titans front office, my number one priority at this point, beefing up the defense, re-signing Will Compton. If you don't do that, uh, you're wasting your time here at this point. Yeah. Yeah, you got Julio. You got a great offense. But, I mean, what's the point when the defense is going to let up 40 points a game minimum? So, I'm not saying that they're that bad, but – you know, you got to beef up this defense if you're going to have this juggernaut offense. It has to be done. Yeah. So, overall, I like the trade for the Titans. Everyone the Falcons should be fired. Uh, I'm super happy for Julio. He deserves this more than anyone else in the game. Uh, his self-esteem is going to be through the roof. The man, I, I could see him balling out, taking over that number one spot in the league this year for yards. Maybe even get a little red zone TD action for well, the first I mean, time. You got, you, got, you got three red zone. <laughs> A.J. Brown and Julio Jones and Derrick Henry all in the red zone. That is scary. That is scary. Even Ryan, Tannehill, even Ryan Tannehill can tuck down and run. I mean, Ryan Tannehill is pretty athletic. I mean, this is just crazy. Bro, that's, as, that's as scary as facing the Nets at full capacity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and with that, I guess let's move into a little bit of playoff talk before Ben's breakdown. Yeah, so Clippers win. Uh, Kawhi saves. I mean, I, I've always been a Kawhi fan, so I'm glad he got the dub. I do like Luka, too. But the, I, I really hope the Clippers do make it far. I mean, this is – my friend and I argued about this. Like, I think Kawhi is 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 definitely a top 30, 20 player of, our time, of all time. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I mean, the guy, he's not flashy. He's just kind of like a Tom Brady-esque. Guy's a winner, quiet. Tom Brady's not very quiet. But Kawhi is just – he goes out there and balls and – I'm happy he won. I mean, Paul George needs to play. But Paul George, I mean, the reason why the, the Clippers lost last year was really, I mean, Kawhi didn't play great in the bubble, but that series against the Nuggets, but George, Paul George sucked. You know, you need, you need some mm-hmm. help with Kawhi. I mean, Kawhi, listen, Kawhi turned the Raptors team with the Rosen Lowry. He made the Raptors team win a title. I don't care if the Warriors were hurt. The Raptors won the East that year and won the title in a strong Eastern Conference that year. He won no. with the there was, shaking? there was the downfall of the Warriors. It was. But I'm saying Kawhi. Yeah. Kawhi and Kawhi. is so over-exaggerated. 
I, I yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi made the Raptors into like he made Siakam look. I mean, look at Siakam's garbage now. I mean, he's, he's good, but he's not like the Raptors were terrible this year. Look at what Kawhi did with the Raptors. Also, um, Luca. I mean, so Luca is a Luca is a beast, but he's Luke. Luke the Mavericks are going to win a title. I think Luca is going to be. I think I think Kristaps is going to move. I don't know that. Needs to go. Hey, can Porzingis we can we, uh, can we get off topic player. a little bit here though? How about these trade rumors heating up already? Maybe Damian Lillard to the Boston Celtics. No, uh, he's coming to the Heat. No. <laughs> he's no, going to the Heat. He's going Dude, the to Celtics need to get rid of Kemba. We get Jason Kidd on the Celtics. Jason Kidd get on the Celtics. Get out of here. He's not going to the Celtics. No one They're racist, remember? You don't want to be on the Celtics. No. <laughs> Come on. Come on. No That's just Kyrie talking. But, oh, and then, yeah, I mean, what do you guys he's think about? to the Heat, man. That's, no. that's what I think. Oh, no. No. But, no. yeah, that was a legacy series for the Clippers. Um, Kawhi is nasty. We saw it this series. Dude averaged 30 points a game with a 60% field goal What's percentage. Your, who's nasty. winning this Jazz series, though? Who's winning this – these Jazz – I mean, I want, I want to see the Jazz in the finals, so. Jazz, are, jazz might sneak it out a little bit. But, jazz are uh, good. I'm yeah. loving this. I'm loving the Western Conference, guys. Clippers, Jazz, Nuggets, and Suns. Teams we have not seen like in the mm-hmm. like the Nuggets made it pretty far Never. last year, but God, it's so nice to see some new teams other than the Warriors, Lakers, and this is the first time in ten years that both LeBron and or uh, Curry. Steph Curry good good, good grief, man. Finals. Yeah, um, that just shows how good they are. Hawks. So the Hawks beat the Sixers, guys. What do you think of that? I watched a little bit of that game, and uh, man, the Hawks are sneaking Trey up on Young, people. Trey Young's nasty. How about how about this one? Bogdan bon, uh, Don Vidanovich. I can't even say his name right. This guy <laughs> almost went to the Bucks. I'm saying if he's on the Bucks, the Bucks have a way better chance of being the Nets. Now that he's on, the, like, look at what he's doing with the Hawks. The Hawks are really looking sharp. I don't think they can beat the uh, the Nets, obviously, but the Sixers. They could beat the Sixers. You never know. I, I think it'll be a good series. Uh, depends what happens if the Sixers are healthy hey, or not. And Capella on Joel Embiid, that's a good matchup defensively. And you got John Collins. That's good. Hawks have some good interior players too. I mean, you're if you're watching this series, your X factor is Joel Embiid's health. If he's healthy, then I don't think the Hawks are going to win. If he's not, you have to run an offense through Ben Simmons, which is not the easiest thing in no, the world to you do. Can't shoot a, can you can't so, shoot a basketball. Yeah, it's really going to come down to that at the end of the series. Well, he doesn't know how to shoot about basketball, so, you know. Hot take. I originally thought the, the Jazz are going to make it to the finals, but I think the Suns have. I'm a big Suns guy. Suns beat the Lakers. And, guys, what's up? LeBron losing for the first time in the first round. I mean. Their only competition right now is the Joker. That's that's about as far as it goes. I don't know. You could you could, tell me, you, you could you could tell me maybe the maybe the I actually get because Jamal Murray's out. But if you're talking about the whole playoff, the Western Conference, I mean the Suns are good, but it's gonna be interesting. I mean you got the Clippers and Kawhi and Paul George still. So I don't think I don't think they make it to the finals. I don't think they are um, built correctly to make it there. Yeah, or if it is in a choke. Just like he did last year, um, I think Kawhi can't do it by himself. No, he can't. All that with the Raptors, uh, it took the whole Warriors team getting injured for him to win a title. Um, yeah. I, 
I just don't see it. I, I think I think the Jazz might be able to overcome them. Um, besides that, the Nets have it all the way. Like, unless yeah, that's that, guys. And that's let's be honest here. My friend and I, I told my friend this back in freaking March, when they are healthy, when the Brooklyn Nets are a healthy team, and James Harden didn't even play last night. James Harden, he he's yeah. out because of hamstring tightness. He's resting. Okay. It's not beatable. It's not beatable. And he, oh, Giannis, dude, Giannis can put up 60 and 20 rebounds. The Bucks are not going to win. The mm. Nets are too good. Even the Nets' role players are good. Traded. Joe Harris, you got uh, Shamit. I mean, even that, that James guy was going off the other night. I mean, how can you tell me? Uh, Blake Griffin, I mean, I mean they, they, they lost the team. This team, they're not going to lose. Griffin was a great player uh, for the Pistons. It's just the Pistons. Rico was still an all-star like, on the Pistons, probably. It's just, it's just like it doesn't – it doesn't. no one's beating the Nets. It's okay. The Celtics actually got his game out of the Nets, and I'm proud of the Celtics yeah. for winning. Um, but, God, the, the – cl- no one's beating the Nets if the Nets are healthy, period. I, I want to see a Suns-Nets finals, if possible. But yeah, I, I would love for the Suns to win. And Chris Paul win a ring over the the dynamic trio of, of like satanic glory because yeah. all three of them are are a bunch of like, like horn devils. And yeah, they are. They're, they're all snakes. They call them snakes. Kevin Durant's a snake. Kyrie's yeah. a yeah. Kyrie's a snake. KD's a snake. And Harden. James Cole is a baby back. Something. He really is. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, I guess we gotta talk about the biggest storyline of this playoffs. LeBron James is first rounded. My pick as the only team to beat the Nets is first rounded. LeBron That's is tough. That's tough. You guys heard the statistic where um, you know, right before uh, Space Jam one was released. Yeah, he talks about Space Jam on the title, right? And right before Space Jam two is released. LeBron James gets exited in the first round. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've been waiting for this day for a long time, I guess. It took only it took only like 15 years for it to happen. So I um, mean, I honestly feel kind of bad, but like I've I've been waiting to see him not do well and see how he re- rebounds. But you know, this is the first time and I hate it. I don't like not having LeBron in the playoffs. I love it. New players, Steph Curry new stars. Let's go. I said I wanted Steph Curry in from the jump. I need, I need to watch Steph Curry, man. He's one of my favorite players of all time. Yeah. Being able to see Curry magic, I gotta rely on Devin Booker for Devin Booker magic. Yeah. Deep, did you see him roll up in the Cadillac? Yeah, deep books. With the with the gold is savage, bro. I love deep book. He really is the man. He gets, I mean, I got stumped every year from the All Star game. All love to Chris Paul, too. Chris Paul, Chris Paul changed the team. Chris Paul, Chris Paul's the reason why the Suns are even that good, you know? He deserves it. Um, All right. Ready? Have you guys guys seen the new LeBrons that came out for Space Jam? Um, I've seen the trailer. Our listeners, you should look them up. Look up the new Space Jam uh, LeBrons. They are absolutely fuego. They are. Take a look. You can take a look. Yeah, they are so nice. Let me take a look as well. Ooh, 
I like those. Ooh, Ooh I like jeans. That looks cool. Yeah, look at that. Those are kind of nice. Yeah, they're really nice. Yeah, so LeBron's first oh, rounded. We yeah, got a crazy playoffs. I, I mean, what a year in the NBA. It's crazy. Um, uh, to all the Heat fans, I guess it was just bubble ball, which got you yeah. to the finals. Yep. Nah, the Lakers are good. Luck. What Lakers, are you talking the, about the, as the a Lakers. Celtics fan who is in the conference finals in the bubble? You're irrelevant too. Welcome to the club. Shut your right. mouth. <laughs> yeah, high five, man. Trying to call me irrelevant, bro. What is that? We're both irrelevant. Okay, <laughs> we're, both irrelevant. we're both irrelevant. All right, we'll be back. We'll be irrelevant together. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right, Elliot. When Damian Lillard's on the Celtics and Jason Kidd's our head coach, it's going to happen. Get rid of Kemba. Goodbye. Maybe Kemba. Even a Marcus see. Smart too, if we want, if we want Damian Lillard. You know what, man? Marcus Smart's a great guy, but you know what? Honestly, dude, why don't you try to keep Marcus Smart? Trade like Naismith or someone like that. Get lowered. That'd be lit. Hey, Dame Dalla, if you're watching this, I'll see you in South Beach next year, and I'll buy you no, a beer. Dame, you How come to Boston. Take it. No, Dame's gonna be up no in New England. Who wants to go to Boston. Boston? I'll see you in South Beach, buddy. Screw we'll, South. We'll hit the beach. Overrated. Hoddle. It's overrated. Boston's just hey, as nice. Just, if you're listening to me, never been to Miami. I have been to Miami. I'm kidding, but Boston's fun. Come to the hey, Boston. Hey, Damian Lillard wants a real sports fans though. Boston sports, right there. Boston sports. We sports will ride fans. or die for you. Ride and die. Boston fans will ride as long as you do well for you. They'll love you to the end of the day. As long as you don't step on our logo and spit in our face. Actually, no. Damian Lillard is not like Kyrie though. There's no way. Did you Damian Lillard stay loyal to the Blazers? Good for yeah. him. To Kyrie Irving, if he's on the Blazers, Kyrie Irving would be crying every night. Come to South Beach with a better team than the Celtics. It's an easy chip for you. Nah. I don't know about that one, Chief. I mean, you, you made it to the bubble finals. You didn't. End of story. He did not make it to the bubble finals. But he, he what? Had a... Who would you get rid of to get Damian Goron? Yeah, I'd probably get rid of Dragic. I may even send Hero away. I want Damian Lillard on my squad. You might have to send Ty away. Mr. Tyler Hero might have to go to Portland. Yeah. I would love Lillard to be on my squad. Just imagine, though. Lillard, Jimmy Buckets, and Bam. That's a good I mean, team. that's a solid trio right just there. Just imagine Damian Lillard. If you follow Jason basketball, Tatum. that's a solid trio. Just imagine Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Robert Williams. Come on, like. All we need is a nice center, or unless we play uh, two-way basketball, just small. Yeah, Robert Williams could stay freaking healthy. The Celtics would be like Robert Williams is really good if he stays healthy. Dude is an insane. He's a block machine. He blocks everything. I mean, yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. If he stays healthy, you got three scores: Tatum, Lillard, and Brown next year. Hello, that's, that team's winning a title. It's absolutely not Um. Yeah. And if the Heat don't get Dame Dalla, I will settle with CJ McCollum. I'm a big fan of him too. Yeah, so yeah. I'll take one of the two at the end of the day. Y'all don't need CJ, bro. Why not? Shooting guards and um, small forwards. You don't need CJ. What do you mean? You don't need him. Like, what's the point of having him. CJ? Yeah. <laughs> he has 30 points a game. What do you mean? Why would I want him? I want to walking bucket on the, on the Celtics, but you know what's never going to happen? That 
because you know what? We have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Because the thing is, uh, Damian Lillard is a small forward and a shooting guard. Yeah, we have because Jalen Brown's a shooting guard and Tatum can be a, it's a power forward slash small forward. Lillard's a point guard. It'd be perfect. It would be absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Give us the ring. We need our ring. No, they're 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 saying Bradley Beal too is our Christoph Porzingis and Bradley Beal too are Celtics on the Celtics radar too. Oh, how would you feel about Porzingis? Oh, someone needs to come to the Heat this off season. I need a New Jersey. Yeah, I don't think Kristoff Kristoff's wants to be a, a a role one player, and that's why he doesn't like being on the Mavs is because he felt even he's not going to be role one on the Celtics either. So no, yeah, exactly. They're they're like a dynamic duo if you want to say it, but but in nah. in that role he never was treated like the next favorite. It was it was Luca, it was the Luca and Doncic show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Porzingis needs to be traded. Just let a, let him go roam on his own team. Put him on the I Knicks. Don't see it working. Put him on the Knicks. Why would he would not go to? Who is Randall now? Though? Nah, there's no shot he goes back there. He, All right, this is gonna wrap up our playoff talk slash free agency signings. Uh, let's move on to Ben's breakdown. So Ben, what do you got for us today? Yeah. So uh, not nothing nothing too big. Uh, for all you soccer fans out there, we're going to go to soccer. Uh, we got the Euros coming up on Friday. Kind of creeped up on me. I'm a big, big so- – I do like soccer. It's a good sport. And I think the Euros are the second-best tournament behind the World Cup. So, for all you guys out there, I hope it will be interesting to see uh, who's good in the Euros because, you know, that always kind of hints to the World Cup, which is next year in, in Qatar in the winter. So, in the next year and a half. So, it will be really interesting to see um, – Who's going to be good? Um, there's a lot of young talent out there. France, Germany, Spain. It's going to be good. Um, second topic, Team USA, guys, beats uh, Mexico in the CONCACAF yes, uh, finals. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think this is a big step for Team USA. I want to actually, what do you guys think of USA winning? I mean, we beat Mexico, a team that gets a lot of hype, probably the best team in North America, and we beat them. And Mexico has hung in there with some really good teams in the World Cup. We're never going to lose again. We're winning it all. Team USA till I die. I believe, despite popular belief, I believe that we have a chance to win. So, Team USA, red, white, and blue. Team USA, I mean, listen, Team USA, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, this, this team has a lot of talent. A lot of guys, the last four years, you know, a lot of guys now are playing in Europe, which is a good thing. So, guys like, you know, if people, you got Christian Des playing with Leon Messi in Barcelona. Christian Paul's like playing in uh, in uh, Chelsea. I mean that that Chelsea's a great team. I mean it's crazy where we're you know, Americans playing in Europe. So these Americans that are playing in Europe are playing with these South American stars, these European stars, and it's rubbing on off, rubbing they're rubbing. It's the all the play is rubbing on on, on them, and it's going to be really interesting to see how they translate that in the qualifiers, and hopefully they'll be in the World Cup next winter. Um, and then in the last topic I found, I saw this earlier, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, what do you guys think of this? The Steelers plan on having Mason Rudolph as the future and starting QB of the Steelers. Do you guys actually believe that? For maybe a year, I, no way, I could though. see it. Yeah, but... Mason Rudolph is a starting QB in Pittsburgh. Uh, I see Ben leaving um, probably after this year. Is Mason Rudolph the future, though? Like that's what I I'm know. 
a little random. I don't know but, I trust my my uh, entire organization. Uh, my because my mom's family is Steelers fans. Steelers have been a dec- Steelers are behind the Patriots have been one of the best teams in our childhood, and it'll be really interesting. The Steelers going to take a deep, steep downhill in the next couple of years because they're getting old. I mean, Big Ben's old. They have some young, good young receivers, but that's the thing. I mean, if they can plug in a good quarterback, maybe like Dwayne Haskins, is Mason Rudolph even good? I mean, maybe their Steelers are going to be good for another five, ten years with the young talent on the offense they have now. Najee Harris and Clay with with Maple Trom, Clay slash Chase Claypool, um, Juju and and um, Deontay Johnson. It's going to be really interesting. So that's really it. I just had a couple quick topics. Um, yeah. Right. Go to the draft now. Yeah. So today's draft, we have the hardest positions in sports. Again, normal five round draft. The order today is me, then Ben, then Elliot. So, yeah, I guess let's get into it. With the first pick, I am taking a goalie slash keeper in soccer. I mean, it's almost impossible to do that uh you have to be on top of it it's a big net and yeah it's almost impossible to do so keeper all right right, that's a good first pick wasn't gonna be my first pick at all but all right ben who you got um i'm gonna go with the hardest here we go um i'm gonna go with guys i mean the quarterback QB in football, you have to I mean, think of much. I mean, you, if you played football, I mean, you have to know the playbook ins and outs. You got to, I mean, I think this is the harder. I mean, this might even be harder than being a goalkeeper in soccer. Listen, being a goalkeeper in soccer is harder when there's a breakaway and, you know, or, 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 or if there's a PK, but a QB, you got to know how to read the defenses. You got to be able to know, know every route, know the audibles of every play, read every defense, change the play. Like, look at someone like Tom Brady. So why he's so good? He masters the playbook. He masters. He knows where everyone is on the field. He knows where his receivers are on the field at all times. Um, and even Brady can improv. Like you got to know how to improv plays if the, if there's no one open. Be able to get out of the pocket. I mean that that is just that is a hard position. You got to know a lot of stuff. I mean I think this is maybe hard. I think it's the hardest one. Um, and so yeah. Um, I definitely that that was definitely on my list. Um, so thank you for that one. <laughs> uh, my first pick is going to be the catcher and baseball. Um, you're catching 100 mile an hour fastballs. You're catching sliders, curveballs, change ups. When the best to ever do it, and in the pitcher, you also have to know where to throw it. You got to be able to throw it down to second base. Uh, you got to be able to call plays. You got you're basically the quarterback of of the infield. Um, so I, I, that's that's super tough to do, and it takes the most IQ out of any any of the spots on the baseball field to um, to master. So that's a, that's my first pick. My second pick is the cornerback, um, the cornerback of uh, of the football team, because you're playing against yeah. the shiftiest players on the. Oh, field. it's hard. I mean, listen, it, that's hard. It's hard. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta. <laughs> I know how to no I'm sorry because I played corner it is a hard position everyone's like oh he's so like you know like people crap on the corners like that's exactly you it's pressures on you man on the defense you got to be able to cover and you're, you got to be able to make it go up and make the tackles keep keep the running back in inside not to you know don't let the you have you're, you're the last key of defense you know on the especially on yeah. the outside 
they were playing against the best catchers in, in the league. Um, and you just try – and if you get broke, you're going to be on every possible, like, Instagram page, Twitter post. You're all over the place when you get broke. Look at, uh, look at Josh Norman, that guy, <laughs> Bob by Derek Henry. I mean, the thing is, is you look at it, the corner, too, and I just why I'm talking about it a lot because I was going to say this one, too. You um, you also don't know what the receiver – what route the receiver is running. You got to know – you guys, you don't know what he's doing. The receiver knows what he's doing. The corner does has, has no idea. You have to be able to stay with him, and you know, and whether and then say you're a short corner, you got to cover someone like Julio, even with perfect coverage, you can still catch that, or a Gronk or someone like that. Or if you're someone's really fast, like Tyreek Hill, and you could be a good corner, but you if you're not fast enough out there against someone like Tyreek Hill, man, you're screwed one on one. So. All right, what's your second uh, pick? Yeah, no, no, to me. Um, this is, all right. Uh, how about how about a um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, how about a left tackle in football? Crucial. Left tackle in football, guys. I mean, think of it. You're playing now in today's game. You're playing against some quick guys on the edge. You know, Von Miller, Cleo Mack. You know, there's there's just a Forrest Buckner. These guys, these guys in 2021 NFL or any college, these guys are quick. These guys are getting to the edge. These guys are fast. These guys aren't slow DNs like old school football. They're fast. You got to be able, and as a tackle, you're a big guy, most of you. So you got you to be athletic, too. You got to be able to get out there. And it's the quarterback. Most, 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 unless you're lefty, it's the QB's blind side. So you're out there protecting the QB's life pretty much from a huge, fast DN coming down, coming on the edge. So I think that's the, one of the hardest positions in any sport. All right. Uh, with my second pick, I'm going to take hockey goalie. Yeah. That's a good one. I don't know about you guys. I, I don't want it. What? A lot of goalies on your team. Well, when it's the hardest positions in sports to do, I mean, trying to stop a hundred mile an hour slap shot and you're getting, doing a full split in full getting gear. You're getting screened. You can't see anything. Yeah. Okay. Like that does not sound fun to me. I would never want to do that. So, yeah, um, I'm going to do a hockey goalie. And then, hmm. I already got my next two picks. Let's go, guys. All right, guys. Good good for you. Um, I'm still thinking because I wanted to go catcher, so I haven't done that, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would have to say... Being a center in football, because as a center, it's up to you to direct the offensive line. You have to snap the ball to the QB. Oftentimes, you do end up becoming a long snapper, uh, which is hard to do. And you are in the trenches for a full 60 minutes blocking 300-pound men. So if I, like, I played on the offensive line and was a fullback, uh, being on the offensive line is brutal. I get out of every game. I'd be bruised. I got a bunch of concussions. Like, yeah, you're being you're, a you're center a, and having to getting, direct getting, it all. Bang! Like, it look, sucks. At Mike, look at Mike Webster. I mean, that's an example. Yeah, Mike Webster. He's standing in his Hall of Fame speech. I mean, before he was like really screwed up in the brain. I mean, how you just every play hits him in the head. Yeah. You're you're your your head you're headbutting the guy every time it's as a center. So it takes a toll on your head as well. 
Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, goalie and uh, center in football. Yeah. So and actually, I'm surprised you didn't take this, guys. How about a pitcher in baseball? Especially a starter. I was thinking pitcher. about it. Come but... on, pitcher in baseball. I mean, listen, that is a hard job. You got to be able to know what pitch every. Think of it. You gotta know what you're throwing every play, every every uh every at bat. You gotta know how what what how each batter plays, what side they're on, what pitch to throw on that specific count. I mean, if say it's a you're you're it's a it's a two one ball game in the ninth inning and bases are loaded. I mean that's that's all on you, man. Mm-hmm. Come on, like the pitcher that is a hard, I mean mentally stressing job. You gotta know what pitch you're throwing. You got you even got the fans. You need especially if you're a closer or like you. You say you're a reliever, a closer. You come in, and you're just, you're just, you're up by two or three runs. You blow that. It's all on you, man. You get exactly. blown, you get the loss. It's on you. All right. So my my next pick is a golfer. It's an individual sport, so all the pressure is on you. You alone. You can't. The the slack can't be picked up by anyone else. It's all on you. And hitting those shots are incredible. You're driving the ball 200 yards, and to get it close to that that small hole is incredibly difficult. Uh, all, all of the mental the mental aspects all revolve around you. You have to be good. If you're not good, then your team's not good because you're the whole team. Um, so I, I think that's that's one of the most difficult uh, positions um, because it is the only position in its sport. Uh, and then my next one is a lacrosse goalie. Um, because you guys are taking all other goalies. I'm going to go with this goalie. Uh, you're, you're saving balls that are going 100 miles an hour, bouncing up and, and in, um, going. They can hit the top of the rim and go in. Um, you can get screened on. Um, you're, you're wearing, like, no padding. I, when you're a goalie for hockey, you're wearing a lot of padding. But in, in lacrosse, you wear maybe a chest piece uh, and a helmet and maybe some arm, arm gear. But that's about it. So – you're risking your life every time you go out there and break your knee, break your um, your legs, your, I don't know, your foot or something. And it's definitely really hard, uh, a really hard position to play. Uh, those are my next two. Yeah, and then I'm going to go to some racing guys. Being a Formula One driver, that is really hard. That and is tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, not many people can even race F1. It's hard to even get into. Like, you know what I mean? There's only 50. But that is a hard the job. Horses alone are incredible. Like survival. You gotta, dude. You gotta, uh, yeah. You, you gotta. It first of all, you're risking your life more than any sport out there. Going almost 200 miles per hour on these little, especially F1 racer. You're going over 200 miles an hour. You're, you're, you, you gotta, be, you gotta be hydrated, conditioned. You gotta have good hand-eye coordination. This is not just like these F1 racers are actually in really good shape. You gotta be able to know how to, the car works. You gotta be able to, to know like you, you have to steer it. It's it's insane. And you're driving mm-hmm. so fast. You gotta be. You gotta. You gotta be in good shape. You gotta have good. Con- you gotta be conditioned. You gotta have good. Like I said, hand eye. Repeating it, but that is racing. Like F1, man. After watching that show, um, what's it? Ellie, what's it called? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, drive to survive. Drive to survive. Exactly. That's a great name for it. It's survival out there. It is hard. So, <laughs> it's a good pick. I mean, I I've watched I've watched drivers die like on the screen. Yeah. Watching an indie car race and getting a bad crash and just not get up. And it's yeah. heartbreaking. And it's incredibly, incredibly risky, especially being a family member, watching your watching your uh your husband or your wife uh go out and drive. This is and like- never knowing if they're gonna pull back into the pit stop 
is so hard. Look at Nicky Lado, guys. He almost died, too. I mean, yeah, Dan Weldon. Yeah, died. I watched that race when he died. Yeah, oh man, it's hard. Yeah, good pick. So, my next two picks are kind of the same. The first one is being a boxer. Uh, being a boxer is brutal. You saw Logan Paul is in peak physical condition. He trained six to eight months and he was gassed after round one. Like boxing is brutal on the body. You could quite literally die if you get hit in the wrong spot. Like it is, it is one of the toughest things to do in sports. Granted, it makes you a lot of money, but you know, it's, it's brutal in the long run. And then the next thing I want to I want to say is a UFC slash MMA fighter. Um, you are quite literally going out there to try and almost kill someone, and you do not get paid that much to do it. But it is miserable. I would say it's definitely worse than boxing. People break bones all the time. It is a gross sport to watch if you have a weak stomach. And it is very hard to do. So, yeah, boxing and UFC are my two, my final two picks. Um, okay, so my last pick, it's with honor of the Olympics coming up in the next month. This one, I don't know if you guys know this. How about being a gymnast? Um, because gymnast of how, is a hard one, man. how flexible you have to be. And you're doing, I wouldn't even mean that figure skating too, but doing flips, jumps in the air. You got to have, you got to be able to, go out i mean that's scary what they're doing you know especially like some of those things like like i don't know if you guys saw simone biles like that lady is unreal what she mm-hmm. does and as a male uh gymnast you not only do you have to be flexible and you know elusive you got to be strong too so even because you i mean as a woman too i'm just saying as a male you got to do the you got to be strong able to hold it because uh like the like the the ring one where you have to hold it and then as a female, just you got you got to have good core. You got to be strong. You got to be able to balance. Balance. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of aspects of gym that being a gymnast, and it's also a really short career. I mean, it being a gymnast is like from 16 to 23. That's the average age in the Olympics. It's crazy. So mm-hmm. yeah. I it was a toss up. This one just kind of just, just came in my head. Um, I was I was gonna go wrestling a wrestler, uh, because you know they're literally flexing for the whole the whole entire time and that's a that's really hard to do you're getting thrown around you're getting beat up but because you know ufc and boxing has already been taken i'm gonna go with the swimmer yeah. uh, being a swimmer is incredibly difficult i tried to do it in high school as like conditioning on the side and you gotta be able to hold your hold your breath a lot and yeah you're you're you have to be in peak physical shape to be a good swimmer too you basically yeah. have like three percent body fat um super jacked uh, not super jacked, but super um, toned. And you basically have to, you're like a track star, but underwater. So you have to, you have to face all of those knots coming at you, which is incredible. Yeah. Plus you don't get a lot of money out of it. And no. Like, unless you're Michael Phelps swimming. Yeah, swimming's oh, hard, man. I'm a floater. I like to float. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my thing. All right. Uh, I guess that wraps up our draft. So any quick discussion you guys want to have before we end this? I'm good. I just want to say um, further than tonight's games, I've got the 76ers over the Hawks 
because they're put the to cover a six point spread. I don't think they're gonna cover the six point spread. Uh, I think the Jazz have it over the Clippers. Uh, I think they will cover the three point spread, um, and and that's it for tonight for the games. Uh, yeah, I think I think the Red Sox will beat the Astros. Yeah, I. Red Sox are yeah, I hope so. How about that against the Yankees this weekend? Oh, Yankees get all the hype, but the Red Sox are coming out. Once we get Chris Sale back, get a couple, maybe a trade or two. Listen, I'm hurting right now. Um, I just received a report that the Yankees are going to be sellers at the deadline. Uh, I don't know how to feel about it. I can't confirm if it's true. If it is, I'm probably just going to hang up the baseball season for the rest of the year. Um. Yeah, if you're a Yankee fan like me right now, it's it's tough out here. Maybe sucks, baby. That's the division this year. It's like so AL East is loaded now. It always has been, but now even more so. Rays are looking but really good. Yankees are they're struggling. I think we need to trade the power for someone who can get on base. Because yeah, it's cool if you can hit homers, but a solo homer does no good when you get the Red Sox, five. man. The Red Sox players can get on base. Yeah, so. Um, if I'm a Yankee front office guy, I'm looking at Cattell Marte. I'm looking at just literally anyone who gets on base. I'm trying to rebuild this team around on base percentage and being willing to spend for these superstars. So that's about all I have to say on that. I'm very disappointed in the Yankee season so far. We should be doing way better than we are right now, but we can't seem to hit a ball to save our lives. So, yeah, that's all I have to say. You know, good for the Red Sox. They're finally they're, – they turned it around. I hope they beat the Astros. Uh, I hate the Astros. Hey, Alex Cora, That's two words, Alex Cora. I just yeah. sound so dejected saying this. I'm just – I am mentally, as a baseball fan, I'm not okay. That, okay. That's, I guess, how I'll leave it. Yankees, I'm just – I'm not okay. okay. <laughs> how many times? It's time for – I'm so sick and tired of hearing about him, too. Every year, Garrett Cole, you know, Corey Kluber. Come like, dude, like, it's like, when do they not get the best player in free agency? Or even the Dodgers. I hate – like, the Red Sox have gotten their good players, but come on. The Dodgers and the Yankees piss me off. But most of the players we get, we have to build. Yeah, like, and dude, even even David, okay, yeah, we got David Price. He was garbage, low key. And honestly, yeah, I mean, he was he's been, at that point he'd been traded. A couple I years. mean, it's not like Kluber was a superstar last year or the year before. Like, super, good. Like he fell off the ledge for two to three years. Hey, we traded for Chris Sale. We didn't sign Chris Sale. We didn't. We we didn't. I mean, we traded for Stanton. <laughs> like, I don't know what you want us to say. Yeah, Most of our guys. talent is homegrown, or they were minor leaguers when we traded for him. Garrett Cole is not a minor leaguer. Uh, aside from Garrett Cole, obviously, if you weren't willing to pay Garrett Cole, like, what are you doing as a franchise? Only the Yankees can afford him. That's the problem. That's, That's why not I mean, true at all. <laughs> that is not true. Why are you not, look, uh, oh, whatever. Listen, yeah, Yankees have a lot of money because they won 27 rings. Yeah, exactly. Uh, championships yeah, are a good sure. thing to it's invest in with sure. all those earnings. Uh, that's all I'll say. So, yeah, that's that's it. I'm a salty Yankee fan right now. I'm struggling. I'm not happy. Jared Carabas is torching my team on Twitter every day. It's brutal out here. I'm upset. 
Let's yeah. go. That sucks. There it is. So the Yankees Even the Rays, man. are about I, as irrelevant the as the Celtics are, the as well as the Pats. So as long as we all have some common ground here, that's all I'll say. All right. But, yeah, I'm struggling. So, all right. <laughs> um, so that's going to wrap up this episode that took a terrible turn at the end. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Stay tuned for the next episode. Uh, we'll see you guys later. Goodbye. Peace. Thank you for watching this week's episode of the Sport Mind Avenue podcast. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on our page. And stay tuned for more of our podcasts and exclusive content in the future.